Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green with JT After Hours. You know, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome to uh, After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. We asked my friend John Breaker from Birdie Ball to stick around and talk to us some more. He's had some phenomenal success uh, with this. If you listen to the show, you heard about the thousands and thousands of linear feet they had just packed up and shipped uh, to customers just a few days ago and and the role no pun intended is still going for john and his company you you know you've got a a great story there and i know you've been on the show a couple times before but to to really get down to the minutiae you had the idea and your dad helped you with the chemistry so to speak and then you were off and running kind of uh my dad uh really was more the shape. I was more the chemistry. Oh, okay. I got it backwards. Sorry. Yeah, what the polymers can do. But that was one of the most rewarding things is uh, towards the end of my father's life. uh, And uh, that we were able to together uh, develop this. And uh, so when I talk about hitting the the birdie ball back and forth with your dad, I I really mean like hitting the birdie ball back and forth with your dad. And it is the most amazing thing. I mean, my dad and I were never that close as you know, some fathers and sons aren't. And, right. Uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, it, it takes years sometimes, you know, and, but we found our way together through the birdie ball. And it's crazy because, you know, we invented it. We had, uh, we had, a, 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 you know, immediate uh, uh, market success uh, and, and could enjoy that together. But, you know, I, I, I remember most uh, of all, that we would be hitting birdie balls in the backyard and discussing, you know, what was going on. And, you know, through the entire development of the, the polymer and the shape and all the things that happened. But, um, but we could talk uh, in a very you know, 40 yards, you know, when you're out in outdoors, you know, and you're by yourself on a softball field, believe it or not, you can actually have a conversation. I mean, it's the other just crazy <laughs> thing. Just, you, you really, yeah, I know. You know, and it's like, you're playing pitch and catch and, and, you know, he wasn't that good and I wasn't, I might be, might've been a little better, you know, at the time, uh, but it just didn't matter, you know? Right. But we both got better because we were, we were hitting it at a target. I mean, I think that's one of the other things, the reasons you get good at, you know, ball striking the birdie ball. And it's just that, you know, instead of just being on a range where you're just kind of, you know, hitting it and, you know, you can go watch that all day, every day where people don't even, they don't even look, they don't even look up, you know, they don't yeah. look up. They just, they just hit it and they get the other one and then hit it and, you know, but, uh, you know, if you have a purposeful target, you start to learn how to close the club face and bring it from the inside and, uh, you know, have the shaft leaning forward and impact and just all those subtle things. That you know, John, I, do that I'll tell you, when I've had people over at the house, 
and they've never seen one before. I've got one friend in particular, a really good good friend of mine. But and we get a chance to play some golf, uh, even though our lives go in different directions most of the year. But a couple three times a year, we'll make it out to the golf course. Sometimes it's only for nine. But anyway, when he and his wife come over. And he saw that one day and he said, what's that? And I said, well, it's birdie ball. And I showed him how to do it. He was so enthralled in that. And especially when you hit it correctly and it makes that noise, you know, that noise. Oh yeah. And uh, I could, you know, the hell, the barbecue was done. It was time to eat and I couldn't get get him off the the strike pad out there. So, uh, Uh, you know, but it, it's just funny because people look at it truthfully, if they've never seen it, maybe with a little bit of a jaundiced eye, if you will. And they look at that and they say, Hmm, well, that's kind of, Hmm. And then they hit it a couple of times and they go, wow, that's, yeah. that's really yeah. cool. Seriously. You know, the, uh, I'm kind of a space, uh, outer space freak too. And, uh, I was just listening to a program where, you know, the study uh, radio telescopes back in, I'm going to say 1970, you know, uh, uh, had a signal, and they call it the wow signal, where, you know, it had to be, you know, a purposeful, you know, uh, you know mid-frequency RF signal that was detected by, you know, our, our radio telescope. And it literally is written, you know, it's called the wow signal because they write wow on the, uh, on the paper printout, right? And uh, I thought to myself, you know, that's one thing I have in common with, with those folks is that it, you can actually count to three for the people that have never hit a birdie ball and, you know, and you're behind them and you've given them the tutorial on how to hit it and da da da. And then you walk away, stand there, they hit it. And almost regardless of whether they, you know, hit it perfect or not perfect, or that, they turn they say, wow. They say, wow. Like you can't, it's yep. scripted. Yep. And, you know, we literally, you know, we will set our watch to it. You know, it's like one, we look at each other, one, wow. You know, and so, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, it's kind of a crazy phenomenon. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, we didn't have success getting it patented because the patent examiner believes that, you know, you, you know, you hit it on its side. Okay. So, you know, my uh, patent attorney uh, in a conversation with the examiner handed it to him or he, you know, and said, uh, you know, put that on the table, how you would hit that. And of course, just like everyone that doesn't get the little tutorial, he put it on its side. Mm-hmm. Because you must have to hit at least the round tubular side for crying out loud. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and my, you know, the patent attorney explained, no, you stand it upright. The holes are upright. And he literally went, now that's innovation. He, he was like blown <laughs> away. He's like, he, he goes, he, he goes, and that works. It works. It works. Are you kidding me? It works. You know, and the, and the reason it works is that you know you compress that cylinder, and uh, it turns into an oval, and then it jumps back to a cylinder shape before you can see it. Right. And all of that happening creates this high rate of reverse spin around a horizontal axis, and it turns out that's exactly how a golf ball flies. You know, and it, it's taken us. You know, I guarantee you, back in 2001, when we were coming up with this, uh, nobody, 1% of the world knew a golf ball had reverse spin around a horizontal axis. 1% of the world, maybe not even that. We had to go buy a book to figure it out. Uh, you know, now with launch monitors and, uh, you know, all of the, all of the, you know, flight scope and all sure. this, you know, everybody, everybody now understands, oh, 
it's got reverse spin around a horizontal axis and its axis tilts one way or the other and that's why it goes left or right but that that was not a right i'm just telling you you know we did <laughs> we did all of this without that information which you know ultimately you know i think we you know you're just like you you should take credit for you know some of the growth of birdie ball i'm going to take a little credit for the world understanding how a golf ball flies because for all I know, the guy that invented the flight scope got the idea from watching a birdie ball fly. I do not know that. I wouldn't say that. And I would, in fact, I'm going to take that back. But you know, some, you know, um, we we showed the world that a golf ball spins with reverse spin around a horizontal axis. I mean, I'm just telling you, we did. We were first to that. You know, we didn't invent the flight scope, but we were first to, yeah. to at least communicating to the world because you have to. Once you see it fly, now you know how it flies, and if you now. Now you can say, now I understand how a golf ball flies. And, you know, at the time, it was vice versa. It was, you know, just the other way around. But, oh, sure. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. there's got to be a first somewhere to get things going. It just has to happen. And it, it could have been 200 years ago. It could have been two minutes ago. But for some new innovation, for people to understand things, there always has to be a first. That's That's, yeah. that's what I got out of a bachelor of science degree so hey, <laughs> that's it that's enough are you kidding me hey she got a bargain you yeah know, uh it's so 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 true and uh you know and i guess we're going to be proud of the fact that it, i think it's a shape that will always be on earth now i mean i think that it is the definition now of uh limited flight flight golf golf ball and uh it's certainly will be here in the year 2045 i mean i promise you that as long as there's air and gravity i mean i don't know if i can't promise the air and gravity part but you know the uh the golf the the, the, the napkin ring shaped golf ball yeah that's here to stay for sure so you 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 like space stuff i like space stuff so if you were on a platform at the international space station and you hit it i'm pretty sure it would go further than 40 yards you know, that's the forever quotient, right? I yeah. Mean, it wouldn't even lose, it would never lose its maximum momentum. It right. Would continue at that forever. Yeah. yeah. So we had to do that. Yeah. You ought to send one up to the space station because I know they get outside and do stuff. They can just yeah, clip, sure. clip it out you there know? and go with it. You know, they, they hit a golf ball on the moon. Why not hit a birdie ball off the space shuttle? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I'm with you. What? Um, the logo on yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you've got some new products that you're working on and some of them you've already launched and then other ones uh, I know you're working on and whatever you want to share with us, that would be great. Yeah. Yep. So uh, along those names, there is a Gen 2 birdie ball coming. Uh, and uh, I'm just now kind of approving, approving the final, final prototypes on that. And um you know, without giving away too much on it, uh, you know, we've always had this concept of having, you know, smaller golf courses, you know, golf courses that, you know, um, played like real golf courses, but didn't have the unlimited distance of, a, of the golf ball. And of course, this is a conversation golf has had, you know, for a long time. And sure. it, it, it becomes, you know, and now the Bryson DeChambeau kind of you know, overpowering the golf course, these conversations come back every time, you know, somebody takes it another, you know, uh, increment further than, than anybody ever thought it was possible. And so, you know, real estate is expensive. It's, you know, it's as expensive a thing as we have and it's finite. And, 
and yet the golf ball keeps going further. So by definition, it just takes more real estate. And then, you know, you got to water the you know, grass and you got to pay taxes on it and maintain it. And, you know, big, big isn't better. Uh, and, you know, Nicholas said it years and years and years ago, and that was, you know, the golf ball will, you know, will kill the game someday if we don't, if we don't rein it in. And, you know, the whole shot making gone and just all of those things. Sure. And uh, so there, you know, you know, I, I think a betting man would say for certain that there will be a bifurcation of the game. The game will never, you can't continue down this runway. And that isn't to say that this part, this runway isn't going to last forever, but it may very well be that, you know, there's another way to do it. And then you spoil, spoil yourself you go into the big courses, you know, I don't know, but, you know, make it affordable and make it for inner city and make it for all these things that, you know, we have had all these initiatives try and, and, you know, most have come up short, if not all. And, um, you know, we want to, you know, I'm going to say, we want to build a birdie ball golf course. And, and for that, the ball needed to be a little different. Um, as you know, you know, clubbing really doesn't happen with a birdie ball, right? Right. So you hit a wedge, you know, 40 yards, you hit your nine iron, 41 and a half, you hit your eight iron, 43 and a half, you hit your seven iron, 40, you know, five and a half. Right. You know, so it's a couple of yards, a couple of yards. And so that's not, you know, that's not really clubbing. Um, by the way, you know, we do believe there's also a game where you play with 18 birdie balls in one club where all 18 go a different distance. But let's stay with the ball needing to be clubbed better. So, so this new generation ball will go about twice as far if you hit it with a driver. So it'll go 80 to 100 yards, and um, and then you know every club will be about a five to seven yard increment, so that you will be able to you know uh, you know drop it exactly where you want based on you know lo- you know your your um, loft the uh, the golf club. So, sure. So that's important in that game to do that. And so we, we have that coming and, uh, you know, it isn't going to, it is going to help backyard because, you know, it goes way too far from the backyard, but, you know, if you're in a park and, you know, you really wanted to get after it, it, it would work there, but it's really designed more, more for the game. And so, you know, naturally the, you know, the natural extension of that is, okay, when are you going to build a golf course for it? And that's, so that's, that's, plan B, you know, along with the, uh, you know, along with uh, birdie park or, you know, birdie ball park where we're going to do a, a top golf, like, uh, uh, you know, for birdie ball. Sure. And it may be that that ball works a little better in the top golf environment as well. You know, just a little better clubbing, a little, you know, a little further, you know, not crazy. Uh, you know, so uh, I had an, I had a, an investor the other day say, well, you know, the best thing that happened to you is that you didn't get your funding for your top golf concept. And, uh, you know, he was right. I mean, the truth is, is that if we had launched our top golf like concept, um, you know, uh, a, a month before COVID, I oh, yeah. tell you what the, what the, what the end result of that is, uh, you know, and, and I don't know how bad top golf golf got hurt in this, but it's also no mystery that they just got, bought by Callaway. So now Callaway owns hundred percent. And, you know, whether that was, you know, because of, you know, uh, financial reasons or not, I don't know. I just been sure that the COVID didn't help them. I'm certain of that. No. And, uh, yeah, you know, so the best that, yeah. So, you know, I'd rather be lucky than good. And, you know, we've talked about the birdie park top golf concept. And so that's still there, but, 
you know, uh, you know, a little tepid in terms of really how this all shakes out now. And, uh, you know, but uh, that's still there. And, but, you know, golf has had a major resurgence and it's because it's outside and, 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 you know, it's, uh, you know, it's just been amazing. You know, who would have, who would have, who would have believed it? And I don't, I haven't seen the numbers on it, but, you know, golf courses around the country had record, 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 record revenue. And, uh, you know, so good for, good for golf and uh, good for all of us that, you know, endured 15 years of decline year over year until last year. And, and let's hope that, it, you know, that we found a little magic bullet there and uh, that, you know, families and people are going to really take, you know, keep doing it even after they need to social distance and be out there and then in the, in the fresh air. Well, I, uh, yeah, those, you know, yeah. I, I was going to say, John, I know this, that I've got, a, you know, a good number of friends that who have become friends via like Twitter and we're all boomers. And, you know, most of us has found ourselves, uh, even though I still come into the studio to use the studio a couple of days a week, most of the time I'm at working out of my house. Um, mm-hmm. But I've noticed over the course of the last eight months or whatever it's been, is they are all playing a lot more golf. A couple of them even joined clubs. Uh, now, these aren't swanky uh, right. you know, big country clubs, but they're very nice clubs. Um, and they're, you know, you can join and, and they're semi-private and this type of thing, but a, a, a good number of them did join them and they're playing golf yeah. now two or three times a week versus yeah. um, before when they were going to the office all the time and this and that, you know, they'd maybe get two rounds in a month or three rounds in a month. And it was always if they could get a Saturday or Sunday tea time, except in the summer when it stays light a lot longer and then they could go after work. But my point is, is you're seeing that, especially with our generation, the boomers that are actually doing it more, you know, they're, they're out there and they're playing golf more. And that's kind of a cool thing to see. So cool. And, uh, you know, I was invited to play golf more this year than I've ever been invited to play golf before. And it's because of that very reason, Yep. you know, my fraternity brothers and they all are retiring and they got time. And, and, uh, but moreover, you know, it was just a thing to do. I mean, you, you didn't stop and get a beer with them anymore, or you didn't, you know, or you didn't meet them for lunch or you didn't right. do all these sedentary things that weren't good for you anyway. You know, you, you went, you walked and played golf, which is, boy, you know, how great is it that it's kind of coming back to that. But, you know, um, yeah, I, I just, I just love this resurgence and, and, uh, you know, let's just keep it, keep it going. Absolutely. John Breaker from birdie ball. Um, John, I always have, and no pun intended, but I always have a ball talking to you. I really do. It's, it's a lot of fun. You're, you're, you're a fun, fun guy to talk to. And, uh, you know, you don't put any constraints on what we get to talk about. So that's all, that's always very fun. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, my, my kids always just say, when you get on the phone with Jeff, remember to, you know, you can't say everything, dad. So, so I'm trying to make sure that, that, uh, stay between the fence posts. Uh, you're, you're great. You're great. John, I want to wish you and your family and everybody who works for you there at Birdie Ball a very Merry Christmas. And I know we'll be talking a lot because we normally do, or we exchange emails and stuff, but. Uh, I hope you have a, and you know, you've got a spot there in Colorado that I, I, I live in Oregon. Okay. So 
Oregon's a very pretty state, but I got to tell you, my uh, I've got two other states that I really love in in our country because I've been there so much. One is Arizona, and one is Colorado. And I love Colorado because it's Colorado, and you've got the Rocky Mountains, and you've got the you know Eastern Slope, and all that stuff. And I just love it. So yeah. I, I'm jealous when I see. You know, that you guys get snow at Christmas and stuff like that. We get, you know, an inch and a half of rain most of the time. Once yeah, in a while we get a yeah, little snow, yeah. but not much. Yeah, you, you're, you're spoiled too. But, yes, we do. I, it's snow. I'm sitting in my truck, uh, you know, and uh, it's starting to snow. We, I, it, when, when we first started talking, we were up. I was up at the other plant. We've opened to the second facility, and, and uh, we're just about uh, 3,000 feet up the road here. But. You know, it's a standard warehouse looking thing and, uh, you know, much more like you'd expect a factory to be in. Uh, but honestly, uh, it's not quirky enough for me to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be just quirky, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a bar, red barn close to me that's going to open up and be for sale. And I, I'm, an, I'm saving my nuggets for the red barn. There you go. There you, you know, go. You know, you just, you got to have a little ambiance, right? I mean, even, even if you're making putting green, you got to be able to stand up and go, God, you know, I, I like where I work and this is fun. And, and, uh, you know, I, I like the quirkiness. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, if you look at, uh, Traeger pellet grills, they started in an old barn and look at their success story. Now, you know, they're worldwide and all that. It's been sold a couple of times, but my point is, Yep. They started yep. in a, in a in a little old barn. Anyway, John Breaker, have a merry Christmas, yep. my friend. You're the greatest, Jeff. Thanks, Thank you. Uh, we'll be back with uh, more grilling at the green. Um, just ch- you know, check online, check the radio stations. But we'll, we'll, December is going to be full of grilling at the green.